Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. And the Colts will take it. A victory formation. They'll go into the bye week at 5-5 five and five as the Patriots for the first time since 2000. In a game Robert Kraft said he wanted to win badly. Spoke to the team at yesterday's final walkthrough. His Patriots and Belichick's Patriots head off into the bye week 2-8 and eight for the first time since 2000. As Matt Jones is benched. And the game ends on a fake spike interception by Bailey Zappi. Autumn turns to winter, and then winter turns to spring. It's not just season, you know it goes. Andy, you know the song. Let's all sing along when we hit the chorus. You gotta know this song. Nope. You don't know this song from the Brady Bunch? No. Uh, I don't watch a lot of Brady you know, Bunch. Not as old as you. The definition of insanity is repeating the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I don't know why I climbed to the top of Pop Culture Hill each and every Six Rings postgame show thinking that you'll understand the sometimes obscure to oftentimes more popular reference that I'll be making, drawing from, or sharing with the audience. And again, nothing. I'm not Come as old on. as you. Not as old as you. The Brady Bunch was, you couldn't go anywhere without the Brady Bunch being on Channel 56 for like a decade growing up. I don't know. I was outside playing. Yeah, I was too, uh, too busy outside being awesome. Riding my BMX, jumping things. Yeah, just hitting on chicks and just doing push-ups. <laughs> I was gonna. Paul Perillo had a different phrase, but I couldn't say it on the air. What he used to say, he was doing when he would say, "What you don't know All this." Right. I it's, was too busy. We can't work blue. It's not six rings after dark. Get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. It is time for change officially. All right. He's been hanging for a while. We got to hear from Andy. You think I am a diehard Pats fan? We think we know a lot of diehard Pats fans. There is no one who literally lives and dies with his team. More than Wayno and Southie. Oh, Wayno. Well, how the mighty have fallen. I can't believe this. Listen, it's over. Come on. Everybody, do you understand? This guy is done. Mac is done. Just this one alone. Listen to this, Fizzy. He's got 
what's his name, in the back of the end zone, wide open. And what does he do? He Kaziki's in the back of the open, wide open. He throws it to the other guy who's covered. Now, what is wrong? Why would he ever do that? What is wrong with this kid? Besides him being, I would say, done, there's nothing more we can say. This season is over, and let's rebuild. I mean, end of story. Yeah, Wayno, we have asked everybody, online, listening, the callers, beyond, for something positive to take from this season. And all I keep getting, here's a, here's a litany of them on social media right now, Wayno, because I know you're too busy out living life to be checking things like Twitter. Say something positive <laughs> about the Patriots fan was a tweet that I retweeted. The replies that I've gotten recently, the uniforms are cool. The, decent, the defense is decent. Hey, there's nowhere to go from here but up. Only seven games left. How about that cool roof earlier today? Um, hey, we can't lose next wow. Sunday. <laughs> I mean, it's who, that bad. Who wrote this? Who wrote that, Pitty? Which one? The one you just said. The one about the the one about the roof, or they can't lose next weekend. Can't lose next weekend. Yeah, that that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're on the byway now, so they can't lose. Yeah, they're, oh yeah, they're on the bye. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I, I like I was paying attention. Yeah, not. Oh, it's just wow. this is getting to start. This is starting to get to be really aggravating. You know what I mean? And and ever since I think ever since remember the first year that Mac was here, and in the third game he got hit in the ankle. I mean he got hit in the um, leg. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was against the Ravens last year. Yes. Yeah, and he was out. I think that really did something to him. I think he got nervous saying that if I stay out, because remember when he kept fighting trying to get in even though he was still hurt? I really think that has traveled with him because for some reason he will not break every time. Every time. Everybody else gets rid of the ball, 1.6 seconds. What does Mac do? He's going on five to six seconds to get rid of the ball when everybody's already gone. Like, stupid stuff like that Mac is doing. And that's why he's got to go. He's got to learn somewhere else because we need to get our team back together. Period. Thank you. Yep. You know I'm with you, Wayno. Thank you for the call. I knew you'd be upset. I, uh, I, Like a lot of Pats fans are, I knew there would be some venting that was necessary. Hopefully he'll be able to carry on with his day a little bit better. Uh, if Yeah, okay. That's an interesting point. Could the pain he went through in the ankle roll against the Ravens when Calais Campbell rolled up on him at the end of that game, could that one particular play be the one that sort of like lives in his head now? That I mean, he did have a 16-yard scamper today, which was has to be the longest of his career to date, all three years of it. But do, do you think, Andy, like, had you ever talked to or heard from players who say, like, certain plays are the ones that prevent them from playing away, like, vis-a-vis you know, uh, an ACL or some other sort of injury that uh, gets in their head and it's tough to overlook or, or play past, if you will? Yeah, I don't, I can't think of anyone that's ever admitted it, acknowledged it. Um, I do think it happens. I'm not sure. I think that's the case with Mac and that injury. Um, I think there's more layers to it. It's the the guys around him, the way he was treated, the way he was jerked around, the the faith he may have and the connectivity he may have with the organization and his coaching and the comfort and the the two-way trust that I think was totally gone last year. And we've talked mm-hmm. about trying to rebuild that trust. Um, I'm not sure that that ever got back to true comfort level trust, like all in in both directions. I don't 
I don't think it's as much the injury as everything that resulted after the injury with Zappi and the coaching and the mm-hmm. the relationship with Matt Patricia and and all of that. Um, but I also like you know Wayno's talking about oh I'll get rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, that's easy to say to who to where <laughs> like who's getting open? Yeah, Super- someone and has I'm not to be open. I don't make excuses for Mac. Like I. He stinks. I told you after the Dallas game, I was done. I believed that was the end of his career in New England. That was um, it. Huh. And can one quarterback have that many endings of a career in the season? Well, you know, it's it's a process. It's a bit of it a is. process here, a step by step process. But um, there's a lot of issues on this team. That's why the change is necessary on a lot of levels. There's no. It, it would be so much easier if there was one thing, like. You know, if you're the Chargers, everybody has fixated on Brendan Staley, right? The coach stinks. We got the quarterback. We got weapons. We got stars on defense. It's blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. at least they can kind of unify in the criticism. You, you can criticize Mac or Bill or the roster or the personnel or the coaching or the scheme or the offensive line or go position group by position group. There's so many issues that need to be fixed with this team that there's no one answer. And a caller earlier brought up, I think, a point that I'm not sure people really – you need two quarterbacks, in my opinion, next year. You need two quarterbacks. You need, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, I think you're hopeful that you end up with a top pick and you draft a potential franchise quarterback, but you're going to need a veteran to go with him. And I don't think Max the veteran. I don't think Zappy's the veteran. I don't think Cunningham or Greer is the veteran. So you draft, let's just say dream scenario, you get Drake May. Well, you probably need to bring in, I know we've posed Jimmy Garoppolo, but if it's not Bill, I don't know if the next guy would want a, a Jimmy Garoppolo return to New England. You're going to need at least two quarterbacks this offseason, in my opinion. So you're going to need a new starter and a veteran backup. Because you you, th- you think they're going to clean house at the quarterback position entire? I mean, hey, whoever takes over as head coach, if if that is the likely scenario, they get to call the shot so they could just flush the room entirely. Right, and I think it's hard to see anybody worth saving. I mean... The guy most worth investing right now might be Malik Cunningham as just a slash athlete to develop for the future, but he's not hes not a starter or a backup, even though he was the backup in Las Vegas because I think they screwed that up. Um, yeah, I think you need to bring in either two mediocre quarterbacks who are battling for the job or the franchise QB that you draft, but you can't put it all on him and just give him the job and have Zappy as the only other guy, so you'd have to have some Jacoby Brissett type, some Gardner Minshew type, some veteran type that can mm-hmm. compete and be ready and maybe even have to start the year if that guy's not ready to be your franchise quarterback. Although, more and more these days, the young guy gets the shot just about right out the gates. Got time for one more call before we trend things up here, Andrew. How about Steve in Rhode Island? Hello, Steve. Hello, sir. How are you? Well, how are you? My first call ever to any radio station or whatever. Wow. Wow. Um, well, Steve, I would like to welcome you honored. to the Six Rings postgame show as well as to calling into Sports Radio, Two-Way Sports Talk, and the joy therein. Congratulations. I Thank you. I listen to you guys all the time. gives me a lot of pleasure. Uh, I am a New York Giants fan. All right. That would explain why. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I, I, You know, it, it's funny. Um I think when Belichick took Jones out, it really signaled a change in a whole lot of things that may reverberate through Patriots Nation. Um, I'm a, I may be a Giants fan, but I'm New Englander. And I think part of this is that um, 
the Patriot fans have gotten used to so much great for so long, and no one else in the league has ever had that. Mm-hmm. I um, I honestly think that the, the Pats, if they when they play my Giants later, they're going to kill them. I think the Jets are. Uh, I think the Pats are a better team. Don't be so and, sure, Steve. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> however, I will say one thing before I leave. Um, never ever let Robert Kraft call you someone like a son to him, because that was Richard Seymour, Tom Brady, Logan Mankins, Dan Branch. You're gone. Oh, and it's the kiss I of think wow, that, Steve. Identifying the it? kiss of death. How about that? Is is it not the kiss of death? I mean, honest to God. I mean, <laughs> I, look, I'm 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 a big Giant fan. I'm a yep. big Patriot fan. But I'll tell you what. Um, I think the Patriot way was predicated yeah. on Tom Brady yeah. throwing to guys who were drafted in the third round of free agents, third and fourth round. And I don't blame Belichick for that. But Belichick is a Parcells disciple who never valued quarterbacks. And I appreciate it, Steve. I I, I, we got we to gotta jump. Sorry to have to cut off your first call to the sports station. Thank you very much for the time and the thoughts. We appreciate it, but we do have to uh, go to commercial break now as well. Andy, any thoughts on that before we... Uh... Well, I'd like to be a craft son just because I feel like there's some uh, good things to come with it. If you're oh, in that sure. inner circle. Do a few things involve money, Andy? Money, gifts, parties, like I'll take friends. The P- I'll take the PJs and the Excuse parties. Me? PJs, private jets. Oh. Oh, I yes, that I would, would take be all private of that. jets, Andrew. Private and you can jets. Kick me to the curb afterwards, Robert. I'll just have some fun for a while and then get kicked to the curb. Yeah, Mr. Kraft gave me a nice pair of sneakers once. I mean, I'll take the, even those benefits. Yeah, I'll take whatever I can get if it's free. Yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, everyone knows you will, Andy. Six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven is your number. Still, plenty more calls. We got some Cadillac coming at you. We got some Christian Fourier. Uh, there's a lot going on here. We're with you till four o'clock, at which point we throw it to the four o'clock game of the week here with Westwood on radio. But first, let's catch up on the rest of the scores in the league today with Joe Braverman. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Do you still feel like Coach Belichick has you know, full faith in you as the starting quarterback of this team? Um, 
I mean, at the end of the day, I got to play better. So, I mean, to make people believe, you got to be better. So, I'm not sure. I don't know. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever oh, the broken, beleaguered, and battered Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones, post game in Germany today. Downtrodden, to say the least. Very sad after he threw that awful pick off his back foot in the red zone with 4 minutes, 20 seconds remaining. That was pretty much it. After that, well, Bailey Zappi comes in. Bill Belichick said it was time for a change. It was time for a change indeed. Didn't want to call it a benching. I'm not sure whose dignity he's preserving at this point, but we all know it's pretty much over. Uh, Upcoming here on the show in just a little bit, Christian Fourier will be calling into the show. He thinks it's over. Everyone thinks it's over. (sighs) Sad. It's really, really, before things, I mean, it's always darkest before the light begins again, Andy. And uh, right now, these are uh, these are some interesting times. Someone just pointed out to me on the socials as well. We do appreciate however you guys consume and or engage with the postgame show here. Yes, a lot of people are reminding me that we're getting a really good draft pick coming up. Uh, 1981 Patriots. This is Hosel underscore L. L. Hosel. Uh, 1981 Patriots 2 and 14. 1982 draft they had 17 picks um does mr Kraft let bill make the pick next year or does he change i'm pretty much thinking that he is going to make some changes i do believe things uh i do believe things will be very different things will look a whole lot different next year in foxborough with uh your favorite football team folks and uh that's not easy to t- we knew that to be the case all season long it's just today like you said andy today was the airbags went off in the car to shock you into reality that bad things unfortunately can happen quickly type of moment like this is it like we we kept sort of like saying yeah it'll be different next year they'll probably have a new code like they probably have a new quarterback like no these things are going to happen these yeah they they can't not at this point it would be beyond stunning if, if Matt bill, jones and bill okay. belichick one or both returned if if they roll it back and it's bill belichick and mac jones next year I will join the criticisms of Robert Kraft that he's lost it, he's got to move on, whatever, changes need to start higher. I just, that would stun me. I, I know we say that a lot. I'd be shocked in sports or stunned. The, if Belichick, if Belichick's back, I'm going to be surprised, really, really surprised. I think we are seeing the beginning of the end for him, seven games to go, just like we started seeing the beginning of the end for Mac Jones in Dallas, his first benching when he kind of crapped his pants there. Um, big changes are afoot in Foxborough, and if not, then then the problems do sort of go higher on the organizational depth chart. Let's go back to the phones. We got uh, Ian in Greenfield. Hello, Ian. Yeah, hi, guys. So I think Belichick is still on, well, being the head coach, not just because he's won six Super Bowls, I think it's because he follows Robert Kraft's business um, uh, view. So, obviously, Robert Kraft wants the best um, product for his dollar. And Bill Belichick, one of his M.O.s was being able to bring in players who he could get in for cheap money and get them to play better than on other teams. And at this point, it hasn't happened in four years, and I think Robert Kraft is like, okay, 
that's not working anymore. And, you know, you know, X, Y, and Z is adding up, and it's, it's just not working. Yep, thank you for the call, Ian. X, Y, and Z have officially added up, and it is not working. I think we can... And it equals L. And it equals X, Y, we just did the math for you. Yep, I X ran X plus it. Y plus Z equals L. Absolutely. I don't even know if that's trigonometry or whatever, uh, but that is the, uh, the end result. And there may be some truth to that, that Robert Kraft enjoyed the relationship for so long because Belichick did run the organization in a certain way that may have aligned with his fiscal instincts and market inequities and different terms we hear from businesses and sports but it didn't that stopped working a while ago and then the opposite stopped working the uh, uncharacteristically aggressive offseason where they spent a lot of money didn't work and Robert started to question return on investment and then they went to the coaching staff like a lot of different theories and attempts have not worked in recent years uh, to turn this around or rebuild or bridge the gap, whatever they were trying to do. And now I just think you've reached the point where you, your hands are tied, right? There's no more options. Like you can, you, you, you can't, there's, it's, we've been struggling. You, Fitzy, have struggled for weeks, months, whatever, to put a positive spin on things or see things in a rosy Patriot sunglasses light. It It, it ain't that. You're two and eight. Yeah, there's there's no there's no spin to be had. You're a bad football team with, and I continue to say this, other than money and draft picks, there's not a lot to be excited about. It's not like you have this core of young players that they're taking their lumps now, but in two years, these guys are going to be awesome. You have some, but not enough to build around. Yes, some, but not enough, and that's one of the many concerns and worries this football team faces right now the remainder of the season and into the offseason. I, I don't know if they're going to go double uncharacteristically aggressive, if they're going to go smart and prudent and trade back for more draft picks and basically just try to go with a massive youth movement. I, it's like, it's really, uh, it's it's confounding in a lot of ways. Like, there are just so many different ways, so many different things that could be done. I I don't know. I really, I, I really don't know. I'd be up for anyone else's theory just as well because... None of it's wrong right now. What The only thing that's wrong is the way the team has played thus far this season. We got uh, Joe and Woburn. What's up, Joe? How's it going, guys? How are you, Terrible. Joe? Welcome to the show. Yeah, uh, honestly, pretty lousy, but uh, hopefully Crappy. better days are ahead. Yeah. It's pretty sad we're all uh, so excited for the draft, but uh, <laughs> just, just give me two minutes because I, I roll all this totally back to craft because – Number one, Brady should have never been able to walk out of here, and Kraft knew back then that he was completely thin. And I think, personally, Kraft had no balls whatsoever. He let Belichick roll him over. If Jones came in here, played under Brady, and was groomed a little bit, in my opinion, I think Jones would have been a 10 times better quarterback. And I think that Kraft just gave way too much belief in Belichick. Listen, I'm not excluding what Belichick did, period. I mean, the guy's unreal. But, I mean, Kraft had to pull back the reins a little. And I think this guy went from single-handedly taking this football team in the 90s to such an epic level that no one's ever seen. In my opinion, I think he's the reason this team is in the in the bowels of the earth right now. Hmm. Um. 
It's a strong take. Strong. Yeah, definitely. We applaud the strong take. On some level, I always do say, like, if you're going to be, if you're going to take the credit when things are going great, then you got to be ready to take some of the blame when they don't go great. So Robert Kraft allowed Bill Belichick to move on from Tom Brady to have their little feud, to push him out the door, however you want to, you know, characterize that breakup, that divorce. Mm -hmm. So there's some truth to that. Now, I don't blame all of it on Robert because... I, unlike others who think Robert has become this meddlesome owner who picked Mac Jones and is drafting and is forcing this and forcing that, I don't think that's the case. I don't think Robert Kraft forced Bill Belichick to have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge run the offense last year. I don't think Robert Kraft forced the draft pick on him. He may feel like, oh, Matt Groh had a say or whatever. There may be a little gray area there. But I don't think a lot of the detail. Did, did Robert Kraft sign Jonu Smith? Did Robert Kraft sign Nelson Aguilar? Did Robert Kraft re-sign Devontae Parker and Juju and say, I hate Jacoby Myers, I'm moving on? I don't, there's a lot of day-to-day operational decisions made by others that I don't put at the feet of Robert Kraft. The one thing I really liked about that call is I had not heard that um, Marvel-like alternate timeline. If you could have kept Tom Brady, and if, like I believe, you would have struggled, you wouldn't have been a great football team, is there a world where Tom Brady is the Patriots quarterback, not Cam Newton? They're not a great football team, and maybe they draft Mac Jones at like 19 overall, and he sits behind Tom Brady for a year or two, and that changes everything? Ooh, that would be a that sexy, be a wicked piss of what if, if you will. Yeah, and I don't think it's an impossibility. I don't think you'd have the 15th pick in the draft, So, but if Mac keep slipping maybe you're able to take mac in the low teens or the high 20s whatever you are with tom brady as your quarterback and if mac isn't thrown out there in year one if mac learns from brady for a year maybe two i still don't think you win a super bowl with tom brady remaining in new england but then he retires is mac a better nfl quarterback moving forward because he spent time with tom brady is that who would be a better quarterback in the NFL having spent time with Tom Brady? I mean, like the the, the greatness effect. If you if Rohan Davy are in that, uh, he just will. I mean, no, he was better. He just was started so low that Ryan Mallett, to go. God rest yeah, his Brian soul. Brian Hoyer owes millions um, to Tom Brady at this point. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, the sort of like osmosis from the goat type of thing. That that's that's, that's a really interesting little kind of fun theory to float out there and you know swish around for a little bit. That okay, Tom Brady wouldn't have been able to figure out what to do at that point. They probably would have been a wild card level team for another year or two as they rebuild. But just think of what Mac Jones could have witnessed and absorbed and been privy to all that time. That would have been that's a pretty good one there, Andy. By the way, just checking some NFL scores right now in the 1 o'clock games. How about these Houston Texans on the road at the white-hot Cincinnati Bengals, up 10-7 at the half. C.J. Stroud, 13 of 21, 198 yards and a tutty. Noah Brown, who's he? No idea, but he's got four catches for 96 yards. And Tank Dell, four for 39 and a touchdown. They continue to be impressive. And on the collegiate ranks, for those of you thinking like, all right, maybe I don't want Caleb Williams. Who should I start developing a way, 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 way too early crush on in the college ranks? Andy, another impressive performance by not-so-young Bo Nix. Last night, Mm. 36-27 final over the Trojans. They've lost four games now. Caleb Williams was only 19-34, 291 and a touchdown. Not bad. Kid still obviously got it. First-round talent, no doubt. Bo Nix, 23 of 31, 412 and four touchdowns. Not too shabby. Nope. 
And uh, Jaden Daniels, the kid from LSU, had 600 yards, if you're interested in uh, athletic I'm, running. I'm, I'm, squeeze me, how much? Uh, 600. You know, 600 eight, yards passing? AKA, I think we can like, agree that the Pats will have a lot of choices when it comes to picking their quarterback. They are going to draft them. And tiered choices. Why like they're going to the top screw couple, it up, Joe. The, it, This is going to be a fun offseason if you like draft nickery, um, a word I just invented, and follow with the Patriots because like the the different options that we've talked about, the get the quarterback with the top pick or get something else that's elite with the top pick, swing back mm-hmm. around for the quarterback, hell, Maybe you want to do the Washington Commanders, then Redskins, and do the double dip at quarterback and take a mid-round one and a high one. I don't know, but there's there's a lot of interesting quarterbacks that could be available uh, in this draft. A lot of... Interesting, interesting I said, quarter- by the way. Yes. I didn't say necessarily elite or great or good. I don't know about that, but interesting. Interesting, indeed. Interesting, indeed. Let's see who else may be interesting as we welcome a few more callers here into the postgame show before we have... Foyer and Cadlick, come on in and share some opinions with us. Uh, let's see, we got who's been on hold? Oh, Brock's in Middleborough. Hello, Brock. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, Brock. Terrible. Time, time of our lives, again, my guy. Yeah. Um, uh, Jones' interception at the end of that game, what they really did was emphasize that we were sold the false bill of goods. Uh, it wasn't his arm. It wasn't his legs. It was his football IQ and decision-making that was supposed to be max strength the whole time. And does the line suck? Yes. Do the receivers and the weapons suck? Yes. But when over and over opportunities come up and the reason the offense is falling short is because of the decision-making of the quarterback that was supposed to be his best asset, we got to start looking at this guy as a bust. Name him Jamac Jones-Russell. He stinks. Get rid of him. It's <laughs> over. Have a good one. That's a good call. You know what? For that alone, Brock, you can call back anytime. Jamacus uh, Russell. And he's right. He's absolutely right because oh. decision-making and accuracy were supposed to be his superpowers, and we see nothing but poor decision-making and poor accuracy on a lot of these throws that are interceptions or costly mistakes to this team. So, yeah. We, we all said it. Oh, he's NFL ready. Oh, he's got a high floor and a low ceiling and blah, blah, blah. We were all wrong, just like the Patriots. And I'll go back to, I know he had a lot of talent at Alabama, but we also need to remember that Steve Sarkeesian did a good job with him, a really, really good job with him. Oh, Sark? He, oh, Sar- yes. you can't say enough good things about Sark. Yeah, he's one of those guys that went to the state of Texas to coach that's better than Jimbo Fisher, who's going to make $77 million to not coach anymore. I wish I could get a kick like that. Yeah, uh, by the way, Andy, just to say that, like, quarterback play kind of really matters in the NFL um, uh, and, you know, decision-making, you can't make, you know, like, you can't make enough excuses for people. Josh Dobbs, right now, it just went to half in Minnesota. Saints uh, came in 5-4. and four. I think it was sort of a pick ish type of game. Josh Dobbs has been in the past route, as they call him, about a week and a half. It's 24-3 Vikings. Josh Dobbs in the first half, ready, with the team Minnesota that loses Kirk Cousins and is supposed to punt on the season for a better Mm. quarterback. Mm. 18 of 22, 220 yards and a touchdown. TJ Hawkinson, 10 for a buck 28 and a tutty. Hmm. Well, I I think Mac defenders would say, yeah, he's got an elite tight end or a high-end tight end. He's got Jordan Addison who's starting to come on as a young receiver. But you know who um, they don't have? Arguably the best receiver in football in Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I know, but I just named two guys that are better than anything you have on the Patriots. Yeah. You did. You still there, Joe? 
Hello? <laughs> Joe, is this thing on? Joe, is this thing on? Joe, you still there? <laughs> Need you to help produce the last hour of the show, buddy. <laughs> Six, I was one, so seven. stunned at the rebuttal. Ah, I know. No. I have that way with people. Days. Joe, ex- expect the unexpected. That's the new motto. Steer into it. We've got so many mottos here. We're not tanking. We just stink. Oh, oh, so many things to say. And we'll have Christian Fourier coming up very soon and Mike Cadlick from WEI.com, plus caller Steve, Mark, Rob, don't you guys go anywhere. We're going to get to all of you here before we turn it over to Westwood One with some football action at 4 o'clock. This is the Six Rings postgame show live on WEI. Jamac Jones-Russell. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west. Back here at the Six Rings postgame show here on WEEI. Patriots lose 10-6 to in an ugly affair across the pond to the Indianapolis Colts, a game that the NFL tried to hype up with posters, photos, and graphics of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And that's because they knew this was not going to be a great game between a journeyman backup named Gardner Minshew and a soon-to-be journeyman backup named Mac Jones. And now joining me on the Harbor One Hotline, the host here on WEEI of the Rich Keefe Show. Obviously, that would be Rich Keefe. Also, the co-host 
of, I believe, the only all-positive Patriots segment in the city of Boston each week on Sports Talk Radio, a segment that's going to get more difficult by the day. But we're not doing that today, Rich Keefe. We are talking analysis of the 10-6 Patriots loss. If I just say instant reaction, Rich Keefe, what's the first thing that came to mind in that loss in Germany? Horrible, just horrible, <laughs> but also not entirely surprising. This is not a yeah. good offense, Hart. It's a terrible offense. It's one of the worst in the entire league, and what a slog. What an absolute slog, and just terrible execution once they actually moved the ball. They're able to run the ball. 167 yards rushing is nothing yep. to sneeze at, but then they would get close enough, and then it was a mess, and then it's a missed field goal, then it's a penalty, and then it's just just more dysfunction, but just further proof that they really are one of the two or three worst teams in the entire NFL. Absolutely, and they have problems, a litany of problems across the board. I think Bill Belichick has come up with a new motto for the team. I just thought it was time for a change. I agree with him in a lot of levels. Uh, But I want to ask you a question because you and I, uh, in our hits on your show during the year at nights, we often sort of debate um, the idea of maybe feeling bad for people. And I'm wondering, is there any fiber in Rich Keefe's angry body that feels bad for Mac Jones? Because he is a broken man. We saw that today. That throw was symbolic of a throw of not just a not a franchise quarterback, not a starting quarterback. I'm not sure he's an NFL quarterback after that interception at the goal line. And he seemed like he wanted to cry postgame. Honestly, I'm not making fun of him. He seemed like yeah. he wanted to cry. Do you, is there any part of you that just feels bad for this broken man that we're witnessing? There is not. <laughs> there is not. No, I just, like professional athletes, I have a really difficult time. Yep feeling that bad for you know when, when, it, when it's just like their play or something like that right, right. You, you can find certain cases where all right it's a little bit different maybe off the field or whatever else but with Mac Jones like no like I was I was never a huge fan coming out of Alabama but still it's a guy who was a first round pick was on one of the greatest college teams of all time he was lighting the world on fire that year and he has a solid enough rookie year and I was like oh, I don't know I still don't know how good he is and then last year I was certainly well uh willing to give him like a mulligan like it was just such a such an upside down year with patricia but then you're finding out well maybe it wasn't really that much of an upside down year maybe that is kind of closer to what he is than than not so no i mean he's a multi-millionaire like i don't i really don't feel all that bad for him we got a visual today uh speaking of not feeling bad for mac jones bill o'brien did not feel bad for mac jones when he was absolutely eviscerating him on the bench but i found it interesting that I don't know about the perspective, but it looked like about five feet in front of him was Bill Belichick going over his uh, photos. And we know how these things work. Those headsets only have one ear, so he's got to be able to hear what's being said by Bill O'Brien to Mac Jones, and he did not bat an eye. What was your reaction to, I know a lot of people have been wondering, like, when's the teapot going to boil over Bill O'Brien? Today we got the answer. What did you think of that moment? Was that another just example of, like, this is toast, it's over, Mac Jones is done? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I think there's the uh, – well, I, you know what? I don't know if he's done, though, for the what? year. Because they don't like You're gonna, any of the other what? guys. They, in, in fact, you if, can't. Uh, Bill, no. Bill O'Brien probably no. loves Mac Jones compared to what he feels of Bailey Zappi and Will Greer. So we might get more Mac Jones. But I think it was for Bill O'Brien, it was like a real frustration boiling over point for him because he was brought in and everybody thought like – Oh, the savior, like just what an automatic upgrade he's going to be. And it's week in and week out where they just can't execute. They're not scoring points. And here he is a few times where 
They had their opportunities. They had a few opportunities. They, they, didn't, they only needed 11 points to win this game. It's not like this was one where it was like, oh, it's a shootout, good luck. They, they needed, like, one more score, and they couldn't get it. And so Bill O'Brien's probably thinking, like, I'm dialing up the best I can possibly dial up, and this is still the result. Ten games into the season, right? This isn't the old, well, it's an extension of the preseason. No, we're ten weeks into this thing, and it isn't getting any better. And one thing that'll get lost in the hideous interception when he was going for Mike Kosicki uh, at the goal line was the series before in the red zone when he missed Hunter Henry on a little tight end flare or whatever crosser. He hit a colt right in the hands. The guy just (laughs) dropped it. So um, it's almost because you know that I I deemed it the end after the the Cowboys debacle. Like that to me was the beginning of the end for Mac Jones. I didn't know how it would play out over the next whatever number of games, whatever. I didn't envision it would get this bad. That throw for the interception after the throw that should have been an interception are two of the worst throws you can see from any NFL quarterback. And that has changed my entire perspective because I was somebody like you that said, well, Mac's still the best you got. You got to keep rolling Mac out there and then figure it out after the season. I no longer believe that. I don't think you can start Mac Jones against the Giants. I don't know who the answer is. You right. can spin your wheel if you want. I don't really care. If you want Malik Cunningham, Will Greer, Bailey Zappi, any of them, I don't believe you can put Mac back out there. But you think there's still a chance Mac will start against the Giants? I think there's a chance only because uh, they cut Bailey Zappi. They don't like him. They they bear, like he wasn't even active a couple of weeks ago because they, or he was the emergency third guy, I guess. But whatever, like they just they don't care for him. He was thrown into an impossible situation today, and then has another one of the low lights or or you know NFL blooper highlights for the rest of the year. The fake spike throw into triple coverage oh, yeah. interception. So I don't think they like him. So I don't know. If, maybe if Will Greer's ready, at least he's the unknown to like us, the fan, like from the outside. Like he is. More, we don't know exactly how Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick feel about him. So I would say Will Greer has a better chance of starting against the Giants than Bailey Zappi, and I would also say Mac Jones still has a better chance than Bailey Zappi. So you think he's the favorite? You would put him as the favorite. To start. I would probably lean towards because I think the bye week part helps. So you can. Whatever reps he was getting before or not getting, you can ramp those up. I also wonder, are they going to lean on, like, Max actually hurt? Are they going to go with that, and that's why he's not playing? Because that, that would be pretty lame. Like, you clearly benched him. That was clearly a, a subplot. Now, I don't know how intentional. Yeah. I, I never know with them what's intentional and what isn't. So he clearly, obviously I'm not in Frankfurt, but um, – they made it quite clear that he walked in front of everybody to go get to the x-ray room. And I always feel like if the Patriots want to hide something, they hide it. If they don't really care or if they definitely don't want to hide it, they don't. So I'm with you. There's always a skeptical eye. If we're made we're if we're given the information that a guy could be hurt. Now he leaned into it a little bit. Oh yeah. Working through some things after he said it was a terrible throw. So that could muddy the water a little bit. I just, I do think it's going to be an interesting decision. And then, I also think, um, from our perspectives, because you know we like to play radio, mm-hmm. we can analyze the decision. I think somebody who's a cynic like me can say if they start Mac, thank you, Bill, for embracing tanking. Yeah, <laughs> thank oh, yeah. you oh, for yeah, going yeah, for the high Well, because I, I saw that like debate on Twitter, like, well, they should just sit him and tank. I'm like, well, play him and tank. Like, it's right. the same thing. <laughs> like, it doesn't really matter. Like, the team isn't getting any better. Like, the quarterbacks are probably a wash. Like, Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon aren't playing tomorrow. So, like, no, the team, 
they they still could lose out. Now, I know the Giants game is a huge swing game for, what, the number two pick or the number three pick. But yep. still, after that, I mean, they're going to be big underdogs in all of those games. Absolutely. I think people are um, still kind of missing the point. This is one of the one or two worst teams in football. I still think Carolina's probably worse. Yeah. Um, yeah, Carolina's but, pretty rough. Arizona's not very good, but like But they're getting Kyler Murray. That's a, a borderline yeah. MVP candidate not that long ago. If he gives them a bump, they could win a couple games and all of a sudden, you know, you're down with Carolina and the Giants and it's like a three or four team race for a couple picks and it becomes more realistic. Now, before I let you go, I uh, appreciate the quick hit with us here uh, on the Six Rings postgame show. Have you started to fall in love with anybody? I know Marvin Harrison is the big one that seems to be the can't-miss prospect, but if I asked Rich Keefe on this date, November the 12th, which quarterback have you fallen most in love with for the New England Patriots as we start to talk draft like six months too early? Is there a name you would offer up? Yeah, so I definitely am of the Marvin Harrison. Like, if I can pick my guy, right. he's the most surefire guy, understanding that it's not as valuable a position. But Marvin Harrison would be my pick. Of the quarterbacks, man, it's funny. They all kind of have flaws, don't they? Like, as yep. much as it looked like it was Caleb Williams and, and maybe it's Drake May, I, I feel like he's got bust written all over him, so I hesitate to say. But I kind of like Bo Nix. I'm a, I'm a Bo Nix fan, and I know Oregon quarterbacks normally – don't translate all that well, although there's one that's pretty good right now. But I think, and I know he's old, but I think I'll go with Bo Nix. You wouldn't have to use your first round pick on him either. You could get him in the in the second, maybe even I don't know, maybe even later. Yeah, I mean those will shake down, but he would certainly be a part of get something else atop yeah. the first round, yeah. and then figure out how to get Bo Nix as your second guy. The the plan, the the Chargers plan, where you get Tomlinson and Breeze in the same draft, and you yeah. turn things around quickly if you hit on it. And Bo Nix is an interesting guy. He's fun to watch. He's likable now. Now I think there's probably some people that are like, hey, he transferred from Auburn. Like, what? How how exactly did Bo Nix get to where he is? But you know that'll be debated for the next six oh, yeah. months as we overanalyze anything. He is Rich Keefe. He is the uh, host of the nightly Rich Keefe show, which is at its best, some would say, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but it's a good listen Monday to Friday as well. Uh, and he will have the only segment in Boston on Thursday night. No, no, no. At Tuesday night, 9 o'clock, all positive Patriots. So you're going to prepare for that well, I hope, over the next couple days because it's, it's getting harder by the week. We're going to have to break early. It's going to be, admittedly, it's going to be a short segment. But we're going to do it nonetheless. Tuesday at 9, if you're hanging out. And you know what? We'll take calls. In fact, we encourage oh, calls. If you yeah. have anything positive at all, we really need you at Tuesday at 9. Very smart. Crowdsource our positivity. Get right. some Patriots. If, if you can find any positive Patriots fans, if there's any left. He's Rich Keefe. Appreciate you joining us here on the Six Rings postgame show. Heading into our number three of the show. 10-6 loss to the Colts in Germany. The 2-8 and eight Patriots. We'll talk about it with WEI.com's Mike Cadlick back after this. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.